Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Matthew 16:18 says, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus confirms several things in that statement. One, that he established the church. Two, that he promised to build his church. And three, that he promised his church would not be destroyed. Two thousand years later, we still have, all over the world, hundreds of thousands of local churches carrying out Jesus' mission of winning people to Jesus and training them to be his disciples. This is the fulfillment of Jesus' promise in Matthew 16, 18. And it ought to be the desire of every church and every believer to stay true in doctrine and in practice to what Jesus intended when he established the local New Testament church. James Milton Carroll was born in Arkansas in 1852. Throughout his youth, James looked at the various denominations and traditions that claimed the name of Jesus, and he wondered, which one is the church that Jesus established? Which is the oldest? And which group is carrying out the mission of Jesus Christ? As he got older, he began to make these questions the pursuit of his life, to research and investigate the roots of Christian churches, to see how we got from Matthew 16, 18 to where we are. In his search for the answers, he traveled to many different places and acquired a massive library on church history. His discoveries led to a series of lectures that he would deliver in churches. Eventually, he put those lectures in writing to form a book that was published after his death. The book is titled, The Trail of Blood. It was first published in 1931. The trail of blood will help you understand why Baptists are Baptists, and it'll answer a lot of your questions about why there are so many Christian denominations in the world today. J.M. Carroll said that Catholics and Protestants wrote their own history, but the history of the Baptists is written in the legal documents and records of their persecutors. It's written in the trail of the blood left by Baptists throughout the centuries. He said, The world has never seen anything to compare with the suffering, the persecutions, heaped upon Baptists by the Catholic hierarchy during the Dark Ages. In 1524, the Catholic Cardinal Hosius, the president of the Council of Trent, said, Were it not that the Baptists have been grievously tormented and cut off with the knife during the past 1,200 years, they would swarm in greater numbers than all the Reformers. Sir Isaac Newton said, The Baptists are the only body of known Christians that have never symbolized with Rome. And the German Lutheran church historian Mosheim wrote, Before the rise of Luther and Calvin, there lay secreted in almost all the countries of Europe persons who adhered tenaciously to the principles of modern Baptists. So when Martin Luther posted his 95 Thesis in 1517, there was already an abundance of churches throughout Europe that rejected the Church of Rome and clung to the teachings of the Bible. These churches were not Protestant churches because they were never part of the Catholic Church. Who were they and where did they come from? To find the answer, you have to look to the first few centuries of church history. The first great error that some churches began to embrace was the false teaching of baptismal regeneration, which led eventually to the practice of infant baptism. 
These unscriptural ideas brought about in AD 251 for the first time in church history the need for some local churches to take an official stand against other local churches over doctrine. But the greatest division among local churches took place in the 4th century. In AD 313, the new Roman Emperor Constantine decided to unite the Christian church with the Roman Empire. He had a vision of a fiery cross, and on that cross was the message, By this thou shalt conquer. He decided that this meant that he must unite the Roman Empire with Christianity. To make it official, he called for a council, and he invited all the churches to attend. Many churches came to Constantine's council, but many refused. At the council, Constantine became the head of the church, and he organized a hierarchy. This was the beginning of what is now known as the Roman Catholic Church. The churches that refused to participate in Constantine's church state were then persecuted by Constantine. One of the first orders passed by the new state church was to make infant baptism mandatory. Mandatory infant baptism led to the state churches being filled with unsaved members. And get this, the New Testament churches that had refused to attend Constantine's council and continued to oppose the state church stayed scriptural, but they were forbidden by law to call themselves Christians. Ten years after Rome passed the infant baptism law, the Dark Ages began. 1,100 years later, Luther's Reformation brought new life to people in the Roman churches who had a heart for God. But those churches that had refused to unite with Constantine all those years before, they were still multiplying and flourishing for the Lord all over the world. Their doctrine was the same basic doctrine that Baptists hold to today. You can find The Trail of Blood free online. Just search The Trail of Blood PDF. Christian, Jesus continues to build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.